Next on BYU Sports Nation, four down, four to go for Christian Stewart. Why did Trevor Maddich call him marginally heroic? And what letter grade would you give C. Stu? Kyle Van Hoy returns this week for the Detroit Lions. Insider Tim Twentyman gives us the latest. And offensive lineman Riker Matthews and women's soccer defender Annie Amos will be in studio. Let's get it! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Get some! November 5th, it's a Wednesday, V for Vendetta Day. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Brian Logan, Jerem Jordan in the house, what's up? It's hump, hump day. Hump day? Get is over it the Geico hump. commercial? Get over the hump. Hey guys, man. you know what day it is? Gonna help you, you know what day it is? Gonna help you guys get over the hump. Get awesome. you into the next half of the week, right? Would you say that? Next half next part of the week. This is technically the fourth day of the week since Sunday is the first. Uh, oh, so you're counting the weekend. I'm not counting the weekend. Weekend, weekend. I, yeah, you're talking the work day. I I'm know ta- yeah, mean. I'm talking yep. work days. Yep. But this yep. is not this is not work though. This is this I know. Is blessing, what, a, what a joke. <laughs> we can talk about <laughs> sports. <laughs> what a joke. Oh my gosh. Yesterday you talked about goal a goal line stand. You said okay, Oklahoma is better than Boise State. We had a poll. Yep. yep. And man, that goal we line stand own, against Oklahoma. We had our own vote. Smashed Boise State. What was the final results? Last I heard it was thirty two to nine. That was domination Crickets. right there. <laughs> That's, I, that, I was trying to find the word. I mean, I wanted to go, I want to say more than dominate because, you know, I, I still can't think of the word. So I'm just going to stay with dominate. <laughs> yeah, it was. We destroyed. We destroyed the boy. See, the thing is this, man. Who cares about the Bronco dance? I like the Bronco dance, too. But I care about the Bronco dance. I li- Nobody I mean, cares. I, I like about. <laughs> Thanks, Bob Beeler of Boise State, ironically enough. I liked it, and I appreciate it. But I mean, we were all doing the Bronco dance too, you know. So you did a better version of the Bronco. Dance. <laughs> that Bronco dance was like every young men's leader at like a steak dance ever. That was like it was. It that, was awkward. I, I can't even. I, yeah, you're right. That's the best word to describe the Bronco dance. By the way, at the end of the show, you talked about, you know, we t- we talked about like uh, if you got 50 favorites on a tweet that I sent out, you would run 20 miles in the next seven days. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm we got that. 131 favorites in a like an hour in or like, whatever. Yeah, like 20 minutes. So right? you're going to run like 20 that. miles, but you're not going to start this till next week. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to start it on Monday, so I'm, I'm okay. going to be out of town. And I was telling you guys earlier, I was, I was like, I was talking to my wife, I was like, babe, I, I think it's 200 miles. I said 200 miles. I was like, help <laughs> me. Ca- you know I'm bad at math. So help me calculate this. And she was like, what? You're an idiot. Why would you? I'm not even going to help you out. Why would you say that? Why would you commit to that? I was like, I don't know. I was in the moment. <laughs> you know how I am. I'm in the moment. I was like, so if I do 11.3 miles in the morning, then I could take lunch. If I do 30-minute lunch, I need help. 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 Yeah, yeah stick to gushers, man. <laughs> um, so, you're gonna, so you'll start that next Monday. Uh, the women's cross-country team invited you to practice today. Are you going to go hang out no, with them I next week? No, I can't go today. Next week, yes. Next week? I'm there. Dude, I, I, I'm ready, man. I'm wearing this Jim McMahon headband. I got some wristbands for my sweat. I got some water. I got some pickle juice ready. I'm ready to die. <laughs> your foot, you're ready to die. That's, wow. The, the Foothill Junior College trainer when you were there, he, he yeah, tweeted Sarah, you about Sarah, pickle yeah, juice. Sarah, Sarah, yeah. She was like, hope you got your pickle juice ready. See, pickle juice goes way beyond Brigham, man. I used to have my, I, I thought used, it was only Brigham. Dude, I used to have my own bottle. I used to have two bottles of pickle juice. It had my name on it, Brian. Mm. Like, don't talk. Like, 
We Bre- should below, below. Don't touch below. We should bring in. No one wants to mess with below. We want to mm. bring in. We should bring in pickle juice and like if you say something that's just stupid, it's like drink the pickle, pickle juice. Man. Drink some of that pickle, pickle juice. You're in trouble. Take some. You dropped the interception. Drink some pickle juice. <laughs> you must be cramping. Those fingers must be cramping. <laughs> Join our conversation if you dare. Twenty four seven using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. It's midterms at Brigham, so we asked the question: What grade would you give Christian Stewart to this point, and why? The first tweet by Crazy Kook Fanatic, B+. He's improved in each game, done remarkably well, given obstacles and injuries. Love his competitive spirit. Hmm. Our grades in a moment. Keep those coming using the hashtag BYUSN. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout! It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Midterms! Our awesome said no one. Happy I'm not in school no more. Forced? Yeah, the line in the Joseph Smith building. <laughs> no. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's for finals. I used to take my test in the SAB, though. Oh, good for you, man. I'm just, I had know. to take it like the normal people. You know when, you, when, when, starts, you, you know when you're special? Like, not saying like special, like I special pe- privileges. I yes. mean, special, like, you're, you're kind of you're like slower. A athlete. Slower in the mind. Like, you, 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 okay. it's hard for mm-hmm. you to read and write like okay. me. Mm-hmm. Then, then you could take it in a special room. You, okay. You know, you can, just, I get too distracted. Now you're making me feel bad. I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. You should feel bad, man. I have, I have, I have, I have been diagnosed by a doctor that I have. Academic this issues. is getting way too. This is getting way too <laughs> serious. Issues. This is getting way too serious. Four starts in the books for Stewart. Four left, including the bowl game. So, what's his midterm grade? Uh, he's played well. Christian Stewart has yes, played well as a well. backup. In fact, Trevor Maddich said this on Monday. You know, he's been he's been marginally heroic. You know, I don't want to overstate it, but I don't want to understate it either. He has played magnificently given the number of reps in practice that he's had. And given what he's had to deal with. I don't exactly know what that means, but it sounds like he thinks Christian Stewart has played well. Yeah, I would think, I'm taking that like, you know, Taysom is gone. We need a hero to step up. We need a hero. We need, Robin, it's time for you to step up, Robin. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a good question. Robin is not Batman for sure, but. You know, when when Batman goes down sometimes, it's like, you know, Robin comes in like, I got you. I got you, man. heat out of the pen. Yep. Mitch Matthews also joined us Monday and had this to say about his quarterback. I am impressed, and everyone in the country is impressed with him, whoever has seen him, and I, I, I sure hope BYU Nation is impressed with him because uh, as receivers, we surely are. And we know Christian Stewart is one of those guys that, man, no one expected Taysom to go down, but we knew the second that he came in that we weren't going to have to worry anymore. He's played well. His teammates, uh, national analysts, and Trevor Maddich says that. I'd have to agree with them. Christian Stewart has played well in – the role for Taysom Hill. He, he's impressed because he gets the ball. He, he told me the ball 20 times a game. It's, That's why I'm, I'm impressed. It's, tra- <laughs> it's traditional BYU again. You throw in the rock. You run occasionally. That kind of thing. It's been fun to watch. So in the spirit of midterm grades, Brian, let's give Christian Stewart a letter grade after four starts. But first, got to start with the head ball coach. What grade does he give Christian? I won't be tied to a letter grade, but I will be tied to, man, I, I think he's good. And I think he's played well enough to give us a chance in every game um, that he's been a starter. So he he wouldn't go with it. He didn't answer so the question. Answer that's a question. That's Bronco. okay. That's okay. We uh, can translate. If you say average, average is a C. If you say good, good is a B. If you say excellent, B. that's an A. So okay. he's, he's giving B. him a B. He's giving him a B. What letter do you give Christian Stewart in his four starts? I give I give, I give him a B plus. We I, throw I, out I, the I Utah do. State game, by the way, for oh, obvious yes, reasons. Yes. For yes. the four games where he was the starter, the starter, I give him a B plus. Nice. You you look at how he was able to move the ball. 
throughout the entire game and score points, I I I, I give him a B plus for that. The losses, you know, really I think falls on the defense. It was the defense's fault mostly. For that. Mo- yes, mostly. Mo- yes, mostly. And then you look at some of his stats, right, and 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 whatnot, and you can look at turnovers and things like that. I I appreciate those turnovers with him fumbling the ball because. You know, he's really trying his hardest, right? Sure. It wasn't just like, do-do, drop back, oh, distracted, oh, interception, or distracted. whatever the case <laughs> Whatever the case is. Oh, look at that hot dog in the stand. You know, there are plays where he's really trying hard, last-minute situations. So I give him a B plus. Now, look, he has some chance. He has a chance to get some extra credit. If I if he can get a win against Kyle, yes. then he will he will get an A. And what I mean by a win is that he – I want to see him more single-handedly get the win. Like regardless of anything, if the defense is doing bad or if his, if the receivers aren't getting open, I want him to take the game into his own hands and then win. If he can do that, that deserves some extra credit for an A. For the most part, okay, I go B plus as well. For the most part, I thought the Nevada game was his shining moment, right? Until two fumbles. The last fumble, game over. Yep. It's tough to come back and you're down seven. You got to go get a score. That's tough. It was the fumble before that. That really killed BYU. The defense gave up 28, and then with the Hauk and Stewart fumble, that was 14 extra, 42-35. 28 points, man. Come on. That should be enough to win. That's the the only kind of asterisk associated with me uh, going B-plus instead of A-minus. Yes, one and three in those starts, but the defense gave up 41 points a game during those four. Here's here's, Here's the interesting thing, though. We talked about this before the show. Quarterback is the only position in football where you can control... Almost 100% of your performance. Yes. You need good blocking. You need the receivers to catch the ball and whatnot, of course. But you've got the ball in your hands every time. And what did Taysom Hill do so well? He would take over the game. Houston, Virginia, UConn sealed sealed the deal in many of those games and made plays where it was like, I'm going to do this. Yes. Me, this right is, now. This is all me. And we said it all. We all we, we've always said this analogy. I'm, I'm parting the Red Sea you know, we have the land before us, and we have Pharaoh's army behind us. Like, which one do you want to choose? Come follow me. And so that's what I think I'm waiting for that moment right there because he has a so lot Christian of weapons Stewart for Christian Stewart. Moses, is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. You said it. Oh. I'm, I'm, what I'm, I'm, what I'm waiting was. for that moment where, <laughs> I mean, he has a lot of good weapons, you know, Jamal and, and Paul and, and Mitch and Jordan. I'm waiting for that moment where, oh, snap. He's not open. Our running game isn't working good. Let me scramble a little bit. Let me let me make some plays, a Johnny football play, throw it up in the air. Something spectacular like that. Virginia to Mitchell Jurgens. That was Taysom's play. Yes. UCF, Christian Stewart on multiple third and longs gets first down yes. with long runs. Yes, those things like those that. moments for him. Right. Probably. And see the thing the thing is this, which is a, this is a really interesting discussion because when you had when you had the lead against Central Florida and then the defense, right? It's the defense fault. Well, if you have a guy like Taysom Hill or uh, Marcus Mariota from Oregon, where, where they can single-handedly change the game and say, it's irrelevant to me if the defense gives up you know, 28 points or 21 points or if my guys aren't playing well. I'm still going to take over this game, and I single-handedly am going to win this game. And you saw a, 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 lot, of, a lot of moments in Taysom's career where he did the same thing. Yes, and there are times where the defense isn't totally at fault. BYU against UCF, they need to get a – they need uh, Aldrin Brown not to fumble. They need to get three points out of that. At the very end, BYU needs to get a first down or two and not have to block a field goal. So right. the defense could have played better, yes. That's where it starts, I think. But I, I think I understand your reference a little bit better. Christian Stewart's not Moses. Christian Stewart is Christian Bale. Yep. 
in Exodus, Gods and Kings coming out this I December. I can't I wait can't, for that movie. I can't movie. wait for that. Let's go together, man. My boy Aaron Paul Jesse Pinkman is uh, Aaron in that. Can we have a pr- uh, like a like a bro date? Can yeah, dude. Spencer can come to. It's called a mandate. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have. Many but of like those. something you must do. I don't have many of those. Yeah, yeah. We we can party. Yes, yes. I'm excited. Then let's do it. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to Inter- Interstellar comes out today, if I'm not mistaken, right? No. That's going to be awesome as well. That's today? November 5th, I thought. I thought it was the 7th. I thought it was Friday. Well, we'll figure it out later. I didn't I know what, go to that one. I didn't know Dude. what day The Hobbit was coming out to extended. I bought that, by the way. I got halfway through it and then fell asleep. The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, you're not a true fan. You would have stayed up. Most people are like, I did too in the first part of the movie. <laughs> Taysom Hill's first four games and Christian Stewart's first four starts, I should say, throughout Utah State. Interesting comparison. Yes. You look at total offense, 326 for Hill, 308 to Stewart. Pass yards, Stewart, 284. Taysom Hill, 219. Rush yards, obviously, Taysom, 107. Christian Stewart, 24. But that brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Uno, Christian Stewart has one more TD than Taysom Hill overall in their first four starts this season. Ooh. Ten pass, two rush. Ooh. Interesting. Very I know Taysom Hill is spreading the ball out, but in terms of it, it counts if you're pat. You know, we counted pass and rush. Yeah, twelve to eleven in the first four starts. You know, it 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 surprised me, but it doesn't surprise me. It surprises me with when you look at a backup. You don't expect a backup quarterback to come in and produce those numbers, right? You just don't. Correct. You, you just don't. And that, I, those I, are on par with Taysom Hill in yes, terms of overall production. Yes, and, and I think maybe at another maybe at another school, right? You 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 might you may have that just because. A lot of other schools like Oregon and USC's of the world, Alabama's, there's not so much of a drop off with with the second string guys. And but there's so, still a drop off. But there, but there's the, yeah, but there's still a drop off. And 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 on top of that, you usually don't see those numbers uh, uh, happen until maybe game six, seven uh, of you know under their under the the backup's belt, right? Yes. So it takes some time for those numbers to to to, to get there, but. Christian is immediate, right? It's immediate. There's really no drop-off in the numbers, right? Him being a senior helps. But, I mean, we talk about being a senior as far as maturity and your age, but but he's. I think to me he's like a freshman or a sophomore as far as the game reps and the experience. Probably more of a sophomore because you got some JC experience. But I I think I really think Christian can, and that can, helps. can go and start. Oh, definitely. And look, look at Jay Keeps to Christian now. Not not right. even close. No, not, not, even. not even close. Come come on, man. Don't you ever don't you ever ever say those two names in the same sentence again, man. Mm-mm, that's disrespectful. I thought my Dis- point was valid. Disrespectful, my boy, Christian. What grade would you give Christian Stewart <laughs> to this point? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. I didn't say they were the same thing. I said it's not even close. I was furthering your point. At PWNer1019, a C plus. He needs to make up some wins that he missed. What what mm-hmm. wins did he miss? Central Florida? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Defense. offense could have made some more plays, sure. Defense needs to play better. You know what's interesting? BYU scores. Okay, with Christian Stewart as a starter. 24, 35, 30, 27. The, You're low, <laughs> the lowest output. Yielded a win. You're but, winning. But what happened to the defense? Listen to the number. 31, 42, 55, 7. Wow. Wow, mom. The, oppo- no. the opponent certainly was not the same. 
And see, I think I think with with Christian Stewart, we can't ask Christian Stewart to He's, take over a game no. like that and to and to win a you game cannot. like that. You can ask Tatum though. You got to ask that defense. Yes, yes, you, exactly. The defense needs to play better than Christian Stewart does. Yes, yes, exactly. Hopefully, just, they both play well. That's just because the type of person he is. One. Like like Tatum is like, hey man, this is your job. Heisman, you're you're up for the Heisman. Come on, you're the best player in the world, universe. That's all, You're the only person that's been saying that. <laughs> universe. Coming up, Lions insider Tim Twentyman on Ziggy and the return of Kyle Van Noy to the Lions this week. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Also tomorrow on BYU TV and BYU Radio, women's volleyball ranked 15th in the country. Taking on St. Mary's, 9 Eastern time, right here on the home of the Cougars. Today's Twitter question, what grade would you give Christian Stewart to this point and why? Some great opinions thus far using the hashtag BYUSN. Keep them coming. Kyle Van Noy, back for the Detroit Lions. That means we need to talk to our friend of the program from Detroit, Detroit Lions senior writer and insider Tim Twentyman. Tim, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing today? We're doing well. First off, the Lions played in London, and you went with them. How was that experience? It was good. It was good. You know, they played at the uh, – or they trained, I should say, in the, in the English countryside to begin the week over at the uh, English National Rugby um, Center. And, and it was really a top-notch facility, um, and they were really good to the, to the guys there. And then, we, you know, we moved down to London and, and obviously got ready for a game. And it was a pretty good uh, flight home after a 22-21 come-from-behind victory. So, overall, it was, I think it was a good experience for Lions. You know, they're a team that doesn't travel – um, for training camp. You know, they do everything here at the facility in Allen Park. So I think maybe, you know, getting away, getting that maybe training camp atmosphere a little bit uh, benefited this team in the long run. Yeah, it's always good to, to get a win when you have a long flight home. It makes it a lot more oh, more man. easier and funner. How, how are the fans? I You know, there's so much talk about uh, the NFL possibly trying to get a team out there and, and more games being played. But uh, I've heard it's a little bit harder with those fans because it's soccer is the real is the real football is the real sport. Yeah, you know it certainly is. You know it's kind of funny. You know they love kickoffs. You know punters are rock stars over there. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 certainly interesting. But you know they're they're very passionate about football. I will say that. And maybe the one difference is that when you go to a stadium, you know when you go to Florida Field, it's all blue. When you go you know anywhere, if you would go to Atlanta, it'd be all red and black. And and the difference in. Um, in London is that they all have their teams. So really all 32 teams are represented by the 85,000 people there. So hmm. it's strange. And we actually did a photo gallery of, of, you know, someone in every team's Jersey while we were, while we were there. So that's, I, nice. that's a little bit different aspect of it. They, they like football, but they like their teams. And I think it'll take a team, you know, stationing there in London for them to change that. Who's a Jaguars fan in London, though? That's the real question. Tim, twenty. Yeah, minutes. they 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 were there. They were there, guys. There were some some old Maurice Jones Drew jerseys nice. that I saw nice. there. So. <laughs> Tim Twentyman of Lions.com is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, before we talk about Kyle Vanoy, I want to talk about Ziggy a little bit. He surprised his sister in London. What happened there? Yeah, you know, he he hadn't seen his sister in, uh, I think he said, six years. And so they were scheduled to meet up when, when the team went down to London. She lives in North London. Uh, she's a house mom there and, and, and married with some kids. And um, Ziggy, you know, got in a cab. He knew the address and basically just showed up on her doorstep and, and knocked on her door, surprised her. Um, he said she dropped to the floor. She was She was so surprised. And 
Um, you know, he brought a, a Spider-Man costume for, for one of his nephews and, nice. and really just had a good time <laughs> and kind of hung out with his sister who he hadn't seen in years for, for about three, four hours before, before having to report back to the to the team facility. That's fantastic. I heard something about a, a brother in there as well, some kind of family yeah. reunion with the Ansas in London. It was, it was. You know, he made it back to to Ghana in uh, March to see his family, but his one of his brothers actually made the trip to London and surprised him um, for the game um, against Atlanta in London. So, yeah, it was certainly kind of a family affair for the Ansa family uh, Sunday in London. Very cool. More on Ziggy in a moment. Uh, Kyle Van Noy, though, activated from the short-term IR. Uh, what's the latest with Kyle Van Noy, Tim? Well, you know, they're going to get their second-round pick, and I think the Lions are pretty excited about it. You know, this is a guy they moved up in the second round to get. They liked his versatility. They had a, a, a role in mind for him playing that kind of on-the-line-of-scrimmage Sam linebacker spot. Um, and, and they're going to, you know, they practice later on today. They're going to put him in there um, and, and see what he can do. Now, you know, Jim Caldwell, the head coach here for the Lions, said Monday that, you know, he's going to play a role, but how big of a role I think is yet to be determined. I think that's really just going to be up to Kyle in terms of how he practices this week and, and certainly if he can have any effect on the game on Sunday. But the Lions are certainly excited to have him back. He's going to rush the passer. You're going to probably see that a lot more than, than what he did at BYU. They, they like to get after the quarterback here, and, and, and that's going to be one of his big roles if he plays the Sam spot. But he can also play the mic, and that will move to hear Whitehead out um, out to, to his you know more natural spots and outside linebacker. So they like Kyle's versatility, and I think they're going to kind of try to figure out a role for him the next couple of weeks. Is he a situational kind of pass rusher right now, or do you think they try and throw him in for extended downs? Well, you know, I think they're going to do a little bit of both. I think initially you'll probably see him get in there on, on pass rushing situations just because that's probably where he's going to be most comfortable. You know, in practice, he splits his time between the linebacker group and individual work and the defensive line group. Interesting. So to me, that tells me that, that they're really like his pass rushing ability. So, you know, uh, Ashley Palmer is a veteran guy. He's been, you know, starting um, at that Sam spot ever since, you know, Kyle had the core muscle surgery and, and has been out first half of the season so I don't see Kyle just stepping in right away and replacing Ashley I think they're going to use him situationally and and then kind of see what he can do and develop a role for him yeah how how fast do you think that he can kind of overcome just the 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 rookie uh bumps and bruises so to speak you know it usually takes guys uh, about halfway through the season to figure it all out unless you're a a, you know top five draft pick right plus he's been injured yeah plus he's been injured so he's not getting those game reps, which is always different than, than practice reps, but how fast do you see him really being able to step up making that, that, that immediate impact? Well, I think the benefit for him was he did get some preseason work. You know, I think he played in the first two preseason games before he was injured. And so, you know, it, it isn't completely foreign to him. He 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 has a grasp for the speed of the game. Um, he knows the, the game atmosphere. All that's not going to be new to him. And, and I think from a Lions perspective, we're halfway through the season, so maybe you're thinking that, yeah, there's going to be some growing pains there. Sure, yeah. he's got to figure some things out, but he's also got fresh legs. And I, I, I wouldn't understate what that means in the NFL eight weeks into the season. I mean, these guys are banged up. And now here's a kid who's athletic, he's energetic, he wants to play, and he's got fresh legs. So I think maybe he can certainly make an impact in that sense. Tim Twentyman, Lions.com senior writer and insider, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, let's talk about Ziggy a little bit. Uh, has had a pretty good season thus far, it seems like. Has forced to fumble in two of the last three games, 26 tackles, four and a half sacks. How's Ziggy's second season been for the Lions? 
what they expected. You know, they expected him to be to get better. I think he was raw um, when he came out last year. I think a lot of those eight sacks were um, on just pure athleticism. And now pretty he's good on for pure athleticism. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly. But he wasn't a, a refined pass rusher. You know, I think he had to learn how to rush the quarterback just in terms of of spin moves, swims. You know, things that he can do to to emphasize his athleticism. And I think that's some of the things that they've worked on him. Now, the the, the bad thing about Ziggy is he missed the entire offseason um, after shoulder, uh, shoulder surgery. Um, and so, um, you know, some of the things that they wanted to do with him um, in terms of, you know, increasing his repertoire of, of pass rushing moves, they weren't able to do that. So I think he's maybe a little bit behind the curve of where they'd like him to be, but he's ahead of last year's pace. You know, he's on pace to – to you know, tip that double-digit sack line, which I think was their expectation for him coming in. He's a playmaker. Jim Caldwell loves him, and he's only going to get better the more he plays. So they're certainly happy with where Ziggy's at. When when do you think that Ziggy will just be the guy, just dominate? I know that he's progressing and, and he's on track, and I, I I know it's a little bit harder when you take a guy that has played football for what two, three, three years now. Right. Uh, when, when do you when do you think that that's going to be next year? Give him two more years. Yeah, I think we'll see some some huge improvements next year with an entire off season to to work with, um, you know, Chris Kasurik and, and Jim Washburn, a veteran defensive line coach in this league. Um, you know, so certainly next year with that off season, and then by year four, you would think that that this guy is going to be a consistent um, Pro Bowl caliber type defensive end who who's a double digit sack guy every year. That's the expectation that yeah. that pretty much everyone in the league has for Ziggy after watching him two years. Does he ever play basketball uh, around? Because I know he tried out for the BYU basketball team back in the day. That was his first, like, yeah, uh, BYU basketball coach Dave Rose is like, you should thank me, man. I didn't, I didn't have you play here. Yeah, you know, I don't see him around the facility playing all that much. And, and interesting enough, you know, NFL contracts are such that, you know, some of that stuff is even built in to, yeah, to their yeah, contracts. Right. You know, you can't go play a pickup game. You know, you hurt a knee or an ankle and you're not paid. So I think a lot of those guys – you know, once they sign those uh, uh, multi, multi-million dollar deals, the other sports maybe uh, uh, back off a little bit. But my understanding is, is Ziggy's athletic. Um, I know he can slam it down pretty good, and, and I wouldn't uh, put it past him to be able to go and uh, whoop some people up on a pickup game, certainly. I saw it firsthand uh, in pickup in uh, one of the buildings on campus. That's where I originally met him. And then is he later- good? He was pretty good. He didn't have much of a jump shot, and I'd say that to his face. But uh, but athletically, just, I'll tell him you said that today. Yeah, seriously. Say, Jerem Jordan says you don't have much of a jump shot. Oh. Uh, a couple months ago, we talked to you about kind of the interaction between those two. Obviously, good friends at BYU, and a fun story that they've uh, are with Detroit now. How much do they still interact, and what's that like for those two? All the time, all the time. They're really good friends. You know, Ziggy was um, a, a, a groomsman in Kyle's wedding this past summer. Um, you can see him at practice. You know, when when Kyle was out, uh, when he goes and does those defensive line drills, like I talked about in practice. You know, he'll always be standing by Ziggy, asking, um, you know, Ziggy what he can do. And it's actually interesting because you know we talked about Ziggy not having so much football you know back so much of a football background and that when he went to BYU Kyle Vinoy told me the story that he basically had to teach Ziggy how to play football it was Ziggy always in Kyle Vinoy's ear about you know what to do how do I play football and then you know 
it's almost flipped here in Detroit. Now it's Kyle's the rookie. Ziggy's been around here. He knows what the NFL's like, and it's, and it's Kyle in Ziggy's ear trying to figure out how to become a better pass rusher. So it, it's funny how things have a, have a way of uh, reversing themselves, but those two are certainly very, very good friends and have continued to be here in Detroit. Tim, if, if there was another Kyle Van Noy or another Ziggy, uh, coming out of BYU, do you think the Lions would be first to jump on him, just like they did with with Kyle? Kind of, kind of seeing a a trend in, with with the pipeline. Um, you know, I don't know if pi- pipelines are, are so much a thing in the NFL. I mean, the NFL can find good players anywhere. I mean, you look at some of the players in this league, and they, they go to Division Two, II, Division Three. But I think you can build a history with with a team. Um, you can get familiar with their head coach. I think you can gain some trust as a general manager with a head coach that he's not just blowing smoke up your butt. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's not just trying to to get his guy drafted or improve his stock. He's he's honest about his abilities and how they might fit with your team. And I think, um, you know, the Lions certainly are happy with Ziggy. I think they still have to have to see what they have with Kyle. But if Kyle performs, now you've got two guys that have come out of that and, and, and that you've built that trust with the, with the BYU head coach that, that maybe certainly you can, you can build a relationship there and, and, uh, and, and look, look to that being a pipeline. The Lions host the Dolphins this Sunday. Kyle Van Noy making his debut for the Detroit Lions. Should be fun to watch those pair of BYU Cougars with the Lions. Tim, as always, we appreciate the time. All right, guys, anytime. Tim Twentyman, we've talked to him a couple of times. Always good to have a guy covering the two BYU Cougars yes, yes, on the show. I'm excited to find, finally see Kyle Van Noy play in a Lions uniform in a game that matters. Uh, yeah, That's th- this week. I think he'll do fine. I think he'll be good. He's a baller. He is a baller. It's going to be great. Shot caller. You want to keep going? Get it. No, I don't know the rest. Coming up, <laughs> coming up, Annie Amos of the women's soccer team is in studio, and I she's bringing some hardware. Yeah, you I, do what you were taught. I do. Perfect. Let's need two inches. How about women's soccer dominating? We'll talk with Annie in a moment. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back. Brian Logan, Jerem Jordan here, not in that order, on BYU Sports Nation. It's a Wednesday. Thank Be you. for Vendetta Day. That's one of my favorite that movies. Excuse me. Not in that order. Brian Jordan and Jerem Logan, whatever. Man. Oh, you said that? Is that what you said? No, I didn't say that. See, oh, I'm really lost now, man. Hey, Brian. Scratch my head. In other news, Brian has these <laughs> downloaded, and you should download them too. The BYU TV and BYU radio apps for iPhone and Android. Those are free. You can access all of the content, including BYU Sports Nation, after further review, countdown to kickoff, Studio C, Granite Flats, all that stuff. Story Trek's like, yes. say us too. It's amazing. Download BYU TV and BYU Radio. What's fun about those too is you can go back and watch Brian's greatest hits. You can watch the 2010 New Mexico Bowl, the 2009 I did have a good game hit against Oklahoma. One. You can watch Brian's pass interference you that can extended watch the goal that goal line, line drive. Stand. Stand? You can watch the goal <laughs> line stand, and you can watch the Boise goal line stand, Oklahoma goal line stand. You could vote on which was which is better. We did that yesterday, man. Got a lot of got a lot of favorites. No, not not too many tweets, retweets. That's right. I was so, one of I was one of them, one of the, the nine. The tweets, yeah. We should update you on Jamal Williams at UCLA grad ninety says the following on Twitter. His mother, thanks for everyone's prayers at J Swag Daddy is doing great, ready to tackle this rehab with swag. That's great. That is good. Good to hear that he's motivated, excited. It's, a, it's a, a bummer. Bit, I'm, yeah, I put my head down right yeah. now. I'm trying to hold back my tears because I got makeup on. I don't want to, you know. We, st- I don't we know st- how to. I don't know how to. How to, you know? I got a fan. Is that what you had to do? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> not, I, I'm not going to fan you down though. I'm sorry. <laughs> we still don't know what the injury is to uh, Jamal, but we wish him the best of luck. Yes, yes, yes. We want to welcome to the program now Annie Amos, senior defender for the women's soccer team, the three-time champion women's soccer team. 
She brought in the uh, championship trophy as well. Congratulations, Anna. Thank you so much. What is it meant to be a part? Uh, you're a senior now. Three times you've won the WCC title. Uh huh. It has been amazing to be able to come in. I mean, my freshman year it was disappointing, and you don't really understand the whole process. So you like you walk in and you're hoping that your name's going to be called, and it was definitely disappointing. And to be able to On come selection in selection Monday or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and to be able to come in the next three years and be able to win a championship has been awesome. You, there's no postseason tournament, so you know you're in. Uh, at this point, you guys have won the league, but you still have a game left. So it's like, well, what's the game for? There's a lot riding on this game. Saturday at Pepperdine, they are 12th. You are 15th, yet you won the league. What's the game mean? It means that if we win, that we get to host the first round here, which is mm. what we all ultimately want because we want our fans there. We want to be able to come to our environment and be able to play here. So what, what, about, what about playing in the cold, though? I mean, you, is that a, is that a toss-up? Do you want to say, okay, oh, would you rather play on the road? Yeah, you have to play in the cold, but you'd rather play at home, right? Home field advantage. I mean, the cold only bothers you so much, right? But to be able to come here and have all your fans here and to be able to play in this environment, BYU is like one of a kind in that atmosphere. You know, there's a she scared you down, man. It was like we're playing at home, Brian. Why are you asking me that question? Hey, I have a a, a tip for you. I learned in Colorado State in 2010 when we played in a snowstorm, and guys pulled out Vaseline. And no, no lie, they said this, this works. Just do it. It's not weird. Huh? So we put it on our legs and we put it on our arms. And I didn't wear any sleeves or any tights. And I, we, I was, I was, we were good. Vaseline? Vaseline. I've never even heard of that. I think. Okay, don't quote me. I, I you could ask Google later. Later. I think <laughs> it covers up your pores, and so it's. It, it sounds dangerous. Something like that it covers up your pores, so something for sweat. I don't know. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> Annie, don't try this. Just wear like just, a sweatshirt. Just do. Just, just, just wear. Just so try. Pretty just much, try you're just super slimy. I was, yeah. I think. I'm warm. I was warm though. That was the most important thing. Is I was warm. Annie Hamels yeah. from the women's soccer team is on Beauty and I had Sports Nation. In that game, I was like the MVP. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> So, so if you uh, if you happen to not win against Pepperdine, you think you're going to be on the road for the NCAA tournament? I do. Round? I think that wow. this game is huge, and if we win, we'll for sure play. If we don't, we just we're at their mercy. Do you wow. guys do anything? Despite anything, your great season, you wouldn't host. That's surprise. Do, do you guys do anything different when when preparing for a bigger team like this, a bigger game? Um, so yesterday, our coaches, I feel like they think that we're just, we're not ready. Because you won the league already. We clenched the title already, Uh, so it's not a huge, like, how do you get yourself motivated for it? So we actually had a motivational speaker, Dan Clark, he's a teacher here, a professor. He came in and spoke to us, and he definitely got us pumped up for it. What did he say? What what did he he say to do his best Matt Foley? He told us stories about it, about, like, playing in championship games, and then he just went on to say, like, it's about the love of the game. It's about the love of your teammates, and you have to prepare and show up every day at practice. It's right now that you prepare for Saturday's game and you come ready to go. Huge game against Pepperdine. That's this Saturday, I believe, at 2 Mountain Time, 4 Eastern on the W.TV. You can watch that. Uh, Annie Amos is in studio. You're a senior defender. Uh, You only missed 18 minutes last season due to a concussion. You have played every second of every game this year. How, How does that happen? How do you have that durability? Um... It takes a lot of just work ahead of time, making sure that you're ready to go and making sure that you have your teammates' trust. Like That's a huge part of it is making sure that when I'm on the field that I'm giving it my best so that they believe in me. And you avoid injury. I mean, could you give some advice to the football team or something? Like, Taste they've been most riddled. Important. riddled. Uh, I just got lucky. Very blessed. Do you avoid certain situations that you think might yield an injury? Because as a defender, you've got to be crazy aggressive. 
Yeah. Um, I want to say you avoid it because you go into every tackle like, I've got to win this because if not, they could potentially score. Yeah. But I make sure I take care of my body like ahead of time and afterwards. So pre and post. Yeah, because if you, if you go into any play and you're going half speed and you think, oh, I'm going to get hurt, that's usually when you do get yeah. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you're going in just not 100%, that's when you are more right. likely to get So you got to go all, all in, Jeremy. Are you all in? AT-dub. All, all the way, man. That's how I live my life. <laughs> 13-game unbeaten streak. Call it unbeaten when you get a tie in there. Um, but you guys haven't lost in a long time. You started 1-3-2, and two, and then all of a sudden, you reel off 12 wins and a tie. What in the world changed? Um, well, I think that we came in thinking, like, we're BYU. We've got the name behind us. Like, we're just going to do well because we're BYU. Yeah. And it took more than that. And we got our butts handed to us by our coaches. Just like, you guys aren't going in 100%. You guys are going out there like little girls. Got to go in hard. Does that so, resonate more with girls? Because when you say that to a boy, you're like, what? No. Oh, hold on. What did you just call me? Those are, those are fighting words, coach. No, it's more that like the next few practices, we were like killing each other at practice because they're like, the way that you practice is how you're going to play. So mm-hmm. let's get down in business. Mm. I think they should actually come and motivate the football team because that's, that's, that, I like that. I like that mentality, that mindset. You practice how you play. Um that I mean, it, it, that's that's exciting. How do you feel about ties, though, in soccer? Um, it feels just as bad as a loss. <laughs> just like a loss. Yeah. Do you wish that there you wouldn't end in a tie that you could win and just win. play till you win or and lose. Well, this is the thing: is that your body's exhausted after 120 minutes, two oh, overtimes. Yeah. Like you're kind of ready for the game to be over at that point. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, good luck against Pepperdine. That's a huge game based on what you told us. Mm-hmm. I I thought it'd be nice to win, but it sounds like. You have to win to a host. And that's next Friday, uh, same day as the men's basketball season starts. So that'll be a big day on campus if you're always hosting. Good luck against Pepperdine Saturday. Thank you so much. Annie Amos to the women's soccer team. They won the WCC three years in a row. Wow. Awesome. Coming up, offensive lineman Riker Matthews. Why the O-line has been healthy this season and how will he spend the bye week? Vaseline, that's why they've been healthy. Slipping off. He's slipping off. wearing Vaseline? Slipping off. I'm not sure about your Vaseline thing, <laughs> it man. Works, Andy, man. do not do this. It worked. Do not do this. Google it. Ask Siri. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Coming up tomorrow, 14th ranked women's volleyball team taking on St. Mary's 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We've been talking about the football team, Christian Stewart. What letter grade would you give him? Keep those tweets coming using the hashtag BYUTV or uh, BYUSN. Brian and I gave him a B plus. Uh, interested to find out what you guys have to say and our next guest. I've had a change of heart. Oh, a- really? A minus. A minus. A minus. Okay, I'll let's give it to br- my man. let's bring in Riker Matthews, one of his offensive linemen. And uh, okay, what? Why? Why are you giving him an A minus? And then Riker will ask you because he went to a JC. <laughs> so, so, so you love you love any guy that went to a JC. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Any you know JC guys. I gotta I gotta go for my JC guys. JC love. Yes, sorry. Record. We think he's played well, and we're talking specifically in uh, the four starts. So we kind of throw out Utah State for obvious reasons. But mm-hmm. what letter grade would you give your quarterback? Uh, honestly, if we give him protection, a. I mean, if we give him protection, he's always hitting his passes, yeah. and. I mean, you can't complain with that. And he's scrambling in the pocket nice and making the right reads. And so I don't think you can give him much lower than that, as long as the O-line's protected. As as you there, guys there you yeah, go. as long as I'm doing is my it, job. Is it easier to protect a guy like Christian than Taysom? Because Taysom's just everywhere, right? You're, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. blocking, and, like, two oh, seconds yeah. later, you're like, wait a minute, why are you on my back right Oh, now? yeah, exactly. And, I mean, Stu, you always know where he's at. 
you know, he's going to sit in the pocket and be right behind you, Taysom. I mean, you're blocking for one second, and all of a sudden he's on the opposite side of you, and you're <laughs> or down the field, yeah, or down the field, and you're just <laughs> that like, make oh. you look bad in your grades on on Monday when you guys come in and and, and, and review film. You're like, coach, if Taysom wasn't Taysom, I would have got a, I would have got a plus. <laughs> oh right yeah, there. oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you have better. We, we do a little Christmas argument with yeah. the coaches, you know, like we would have we would have blocked differently right. if, <laughs> if we would have known Taysom was going to sprint. 40 yards, so. Riker nice. Matthews, he goes by Micah Rathews on Twitter, <laughs> which I love. It's awesome. Uh, it's on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, it's a bye week. How are you spending the bye week? Just relaxing, trying to get my body healthy, really. Um, I've had that ankle injury. and so You I'm and just, everyone else. What? Yeah, right? You had an ankle, Holy too? Macro. Yeah, it's surprising. I thought you guys were good with the ankles. We were like, out of all the groups out there, the offensive linemen have, have not had the ankle bug. But I guess well, it's it's weird though, because with the ankle injuries, especially like high ankle sprains, that's what I had. You know, um, it feels like when you're running on it, like full speed, it hurts. Yeah. But when we're doing like our O line steps, and you know, having our whole foot planted in the ground instead mm-hmm. of on the ball of our foot, yeah. it actually doesn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. And so, I mean, it hurts worse to go do jogging for warm-up than uh, it does to actually play. Interesting. Gotcha. And so I'll just go and tape up my ankle, put a few rolls on it, and, good. and then I'm good. So you guys so. can get away. The offensive line can get away with it. Because that was, that was one of our questions was, how in the world are you guys able to get away with it yeah. and not the rest of the team? I mean, man, you guys, you have to be scratching your head and like, what, what's going on, trainers? Why, why is everybody getting ankles? Yeah, we're all wondering about it, but I mean, we haven't still put, wondering. Yeah, we we don't know what it is. Maybe we it's really Nike's don't. weird. Maybe it's Nike's fault. Don't blame Nike, man. Nike's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nike is fantastic. Uh, serious question here: Are, Is anyone afraid to get hurt given the amount of injuries that have happened? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't noticed it at all. Um, I mean. It's kind of been freak stuff that's been happening. Yeah. It's yeah. just been so, there's just been so much freak stuff that it's like, wait, is there like a we cursed <laughs> like what, we cursed a little we bit? Cursed yeah, what's what, going on? What did we do? Yeah, yeah, nothing that I've noticed. I mean, no one's ever said that's anything good. or acted like it. So that's good. Riker Matthews is on BYU Sports Nation. the o- The offensive line uh, seems generally like you guys have been a better unit this year. Uh, agree, disagree, and if so, why? I agree. I mean, I think we're starting to understand you know the philosophy behind coach and i's offense Mm -hmm. and it's helping a lot to you know trust um you know leaving a backside defensive end on the zone read and um do all that Mm. and it's we're just starting to get more unity within the offensive scheme and uh it helps a lot so with 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 the midterm grades what would you guys would you grade your your guys your, your group right now um C. Honesty. C. C. Ooh, I like it. Mm. I like it. The, I like it. Have, I like it because have. I don't agree with it. But I. But you're grading hard. I just feel there's tons and tons that we need to work on, mm. and there's a lot that we need to improve on, um, run okay. game and pass game. Okay. And you know we've had some good moments, and we've had drives where we've just destroyed, but we've also had drives where we've just completely broken down. Yeah, and so I think we just need to be consistent, consistently good, and can't be much more than a C consistent. <laughs> yeah, you're not consistent. Consistent, you know? right. yeah. What What's worse, a three and out or a, or a turnover? Uh, ooh, that's tough. 
They're both pretty crappy, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. They both suck pretty bad. It depends uh, where the turnover is at. I almost feel like, yeah, it depends on where the turnover is at. But I almost feel like it'd be easier to have a turnover because three and out, it's like they just shut you down three plays right. in a row. They just smacked you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, turnover, it's just like, oh, you just got to fix the ball security issue, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. then you're good. Correctable right. you know? mistake. How, how there's there's a play that I forgot what team ran. I think it was uh, Arkansas where they had a lineman roll out. Oh, a lineman threw a pass. Yeah, have you guys ever asked Coach and I, hey man, let let me run the ball. Let me run the rock. Let me throw a pass. I've told him multiple times that I can catch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my first two games when I wasn't playing, I was on scout offense playing tight end for him. Ooh, Ooh. And so wow. I mean, I proved myself that I could catch. You know, I was mossing <laughs> some of those defensive dudes. <laughs> And so nice. I keep telling them, like, just give me a tackle eligible. I'll catch it every time. <laughs> that, but I, they're not buying it. Duff Tittle's no, in the know. studio. Maybe you can help me with this one. The last tackle eligible touchdown I remember for BYU, 2001 Liberty Bowl, Dustin Reichard. You got that one? Yeah, I agree with that. BYU threw a ta- That was the only touchdown in the game. BYU's number one offense in the country. <laughs> Luke Staley's hurt, so they have to throw to O-line. Who, who, in all reality, who's the most likely to get, like, a trick play touchdown that's not, like, a skill position guy? Um... So that's basically just the offensive line, right? Uh, <laughs> or like a defensive player, the punter, or offense the, or something. The punter, or, 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 or Scott. Yeah. Well, he tried to yeah. go for a first down, but you know, I probably um, like Remington Peck or Bronson Kafusi, mm. just because on our field goals, they're on the wings. You know, I'm oh, on one yeah. side wing, and they're the tight end and the wing on the opposite side. Where if if the if it's a bad snap, you know, right. Scott's rolling out to that side, mm. and so. I guess. Can then. Scott throw? Listen, listen. Can he throw? Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard about his speed, but I'm telling you, Savannah State, let's just have a little bit, bit of fun here. It can be in the first half. doesn't be, have to be in the fourth quarter. Just plant that bug in there. It's on BYU TV. We just need a little something extra. Yes. What do you think? I completely just agree. Say, we, should start, we, should start, we should start politicking for him right now. Say, look, look, Coach, this is a perfect opportunity we're going to have our third string guys and just let me take one snap. I don't even have to throw it. Maybe just do a wildcat situation. I'll run up, you know, I'll run up, run up through the tackle yep. and see it's, what I can do. It'll work as well as that rugby play, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be all right. I promise you. Um, look, you beat Middle Tennessee. You snap a four-game uh, losing streak. You have bye week, UNLV, Savannah State, Cal. What, what's the difference in the feeling of the team right now? Uh, kind of a sigh of relief. You know, it's the uh, first game that we won since Taysom was – you know, injured, and um, yeah. I think mainly for Stu, actually, you know, it's... He was smiling so oh, big. Oh, yeah. Huge grin. Yeah, and, like, the, we're on the field, on victory position, and he walks up to me, he's like, it's about freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, awesome. man, I'm right there with you. And so uh, I think I think we're in high spirits, and um, I think we'll finish it out finish it out pretty well. Awesome. Nice. Well, a nice. couple good games. The blackout uh, next week should be a lot of fun against UNLV, Savannah State, Senior Day, and then a big game with Cal. Uh, yeah. Do you mind sizing our, signing our Rise Up flag before you go? Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Riker Matthews, getting that high ankle sprain healthy. You, you good now? You feeling better? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Feeling good. Ready to pancake some fools next week yes, against the uh, Rebels the syrup, at home. Please. Not an, not an 821 <laughs> kick, which is awesome. <laughs> 5 p.m. <laughs> kick. Coming up, the Cougar whip around, and who gets today's Rise and Shout? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. You know what time it is, Brian? 
Time for the Cougar it's Whip Around. time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the association. Nope. Jimmer Fredette played 14 minutes last night against Charlotte. Woo. But had zero shots, zero uh, points, and that's uh, zero awesome. Man. Brandon Davies in the 76ers host the Magic tonight. Davies is averaging 11 points a game through four games. Nice. Keep it going, Soccer. B. The Cougars are 15th in the country in the latest N- NSCAA poll. BYU plays at 12th ranked Pepperdine Saturday. And I want to give the BYU Sports Nation karma to Annie Amos. I should have given it to her when she was in here. But I'm going to give it to her for BYU to go win that game against Pepperdine. Speaking of, today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dex. Don't hold my hand, man. It's getting weird. Please touch me. No, it's all good. Please hold my hand. I'll high five you. Okay. By Dexter. De- hey, don't <laughs> grab my hand. Hey, yes, I got it. It's I got getting you. weird in here. Now it's good. Now it's good. The karma has been sent. Dexter and Dexter help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Let's give it the rise and shout to Annie Amos. She yes. has missed 18 minutes the last two years. That's Crazy. amazing. Crazy. She's the Cal Ripken of the BYU women's soccer team. Man. You t- but you, it's all, it all comes down. You hear that, you young athletes out there, pre and post game and pre and post, post practices taking care of your body. Eating right, sleeping good, getting all the nutrients your body yes. needs, and just taking care of your body. Being an athlete is a full-time job. Nourish and strengthen your body and give it yes. the good that it needs. No gushers. Nope, no gushers. Said the typical prayer. Broccoli. Future guests include Tim Lacombe, greens. Holly Mendenhall, wife of Bronco Mendenhall, will be on the show. I like and, Holly And listen to this. Future co-hosts this week, Blaine Fowler mm. and Uncle, Olympian Kate Hansen. I'm excited here, Uncle B. Yeah, Uncle Spencer, B. Spencer back the next two days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out for a couple of days, and I'll see you next. I'm yeah, it's check, my, I'm gonna check out too. Spencer had his two days for the right week. I'm out. For two I'm, days yeah, for and right. I, me too. I'm taking. Hey, you forgot me, man. I'm taking my two days too. And you are you too. Know, yeah, you know, you forgot yeah, me. We're, we're walking down the hall. You know, like the are, you gonna, are you gonna pound me? I'm, it's hanging. Man. Oh, but we're before you didn't want to touch me, so you know. Hold your hand <laughs> is different than pound or five, dude. <laughs> we had a, that's only for the karma. Karma purposes. We just no, two, no, that's an, that's just an apostate interpretation of the two, karma. We just do two seconds. Let's get to yeah. another tweet or two here. At uh, Toshinlin19 on Christian Stewart's letter grade. I'd give him a B. He's done his job, and it finally paid off against Middle Tennessee. Still needs to work on a little ball security, though. Yes, that's fair. With, yes, it is fair. With hey, ball he's done well. I, I, I haven't seen anyone give him a, a C. A minus right? for going to JC. <laughs> nice. Thanks to Tim Twentyman, Annie Amos, Riker Matthews, and everyone on our crew. Yeah, Follow us on your Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand. hour bus rides. BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Brian Logan, I'm Jeremy Jordan. Shout out to Cody Raymond. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow. Spencer and Blano. Bye we'll week. see ya. Enjoy the bye week.